Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. Yeah, you got up and thought we were doing a best of this morning. Oh, huh? contraire, Pierre. Tricked you. Yeah, Pierre. <laughs> Take the halls with bells of holly. La 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 la. That was clippable. Was it really? Well, played it at memorial services for a good laugh for everyone that's there. That's right. You need a good laugh at memorial service. Actually, if you're in Christ, you can. Amen. You absolutely can. So true. Well, guys, we're going to have an incredible three days here before we boogie on down to Christmas Town with all the rest of y'all. That's right. Just hanging on until then. We got Allie tending to a sick family member, so she'll be back in here tomorrow. God willing. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Dye will be here if she doesn't run into traffic accidents like she did this morning. I'm like, why get, are we sitting here? How'd no you get around that guy? Just followed kind of traffic, and I saw that it was kind of funneling off to one side and just kept moving, moving over, <laughs> moving, moving, moving over, moving, moving over. And sure enough, so, yeah. Slid on past that thing. Yep. Be safe out there. We had someone going to our downtown campus to handle all of our tech support, and he and his son hit some black ice on Lakeshore <gasps> Drive. No. And whammo. Oh, Not only that, but some other cars hit as well, that black ice, and there were T-bones oh, no. and wrecks all over out there. Oh, that's the worst. Okay. They were banged up, but oh, would you believe sorry. they came on to church? Really? <laughs> oh, because they had the responsibility. Good for them. One of oh. them led, led tech, and the other one was helping lead worship, and That's he's up really there leading nice. worship. Good for oh, them. I'm so sorry, Justin though. and Caleb Barak, two incredible stud muffin dudes, father and son. Man. Love it. Pretty cool. Got one words coming in here. This is a great exercise, isn't it? Very, very much. People are where we ask for, and you're giving it to us, the one word that describes Kind of what you were before Christ, one yeah. word, because there's no other name under heaven by which you no. can be saved. So what's the name that you tried to save yourself with? Addictions, weed, coffee, hmm. good deeds. Pride. Wow. So we're just, uh, I just am here today to tell you. That I don't know what name under heaven you've tried to find salvation, but there is salvation in one, and his name is Jesus. We're going to be talking about that hope that is found in Jesus here today. And here's what I want to do, because I've got an angle on hope in Christ that I think is one of the most important ones going, but there's many. So if you think about hope in Christ, what does that mean to you in honest just vulnerable terms. Text us right now. Today we're going to get hope. Tomorrow, joy. Wednesday, salvation. But what does hope in Christ mean to you? What's that mean? Bonus points if you can cite a passage of Scripture. 312-274-9624. What does hope in Christ mean for you? And then I'm going to bust it open for you myself coming up. Need a wake-up call? We can help with that. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. You know, when hope is more than just a feeling and you can attach it to someone that can wield influence over your life, 
Woo, it's a big deal. That's why hope in Christ is such a unique distinctive because it's not a pipe dream. It's something that is tangible. And I think one of the yeah. greatest evidences of hope that we have in Christ is a linking that I'm going to put together between Jeremiah 18, and I love this, and Ephesians 2. Look what we find in Jeremiah 18. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, arise and go to the potter's house, and there I will let you hear my words. So I went to the potter's house, and there he was, working on his wheel. Isn't it amazing? Thousands of years later. Yeah. Same kind of deal. Mm-hmm. You put clay on a wheel and spin it, baby. Yeah, no kidding. And the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hands. You know what that means? I potters. Do not. Well, when the potters got the hand, trust me, I know, because first time I was on a wheel, <laughs> yeah. I could spoil some clay. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, my you. word. So I'm, uh, I got my hand around that mm-hmm. thing, and I'm going, this is looking great. Then boom. Mm-hmm. And that whole thing flipped over. I love it. So all it means is that it, it just went south. It went mm-hmm. plum, plum. Okay, gotcha. And then it's got to be reworked again. So you get some more water on your hands, gently work it up. And the vessel is making of clay spoiled in the potter's hands, and he reworked it into another vessel. And it seemed good to the potter to do. Then the word of the Lord came to me, O house of Israel. Can I not do with you as this potter has done, declares the Lord. Behold, like the clay in the potter's hands, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. The references to pottery and clay in the scriptures are replete. But I jump ahead to this great truth and the hope that we really have in Christ. We have immeasurable riches of grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of work so that no one could boast. And then verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Hope is not in some obtuse idea. It's in a God who loved us so much that he sent his son to save our soul and to conform us and shape us like clay in a potter's hands into something useful. My great hope of Christmas is not that Jesus came, but that he threw me onto the wheel. He redeemed me. He grabbed me like a chunk of clay out of the earth, threw me onto a wheel, and with intention, I am getting shaped into what he wants to do with me. Amen. I love that analogy. I really do. I mean, how awesome is that? Yeah, I'm thrown on the wheel. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. I really do. I think it 
ties in because as soon as you started Ooh. talking about hope and and having yeah. confidence and what that means, I thought of Philippians one six, having confidence in this that He who began the good work in you will carry it on to completion. We are the clay on the wheel until the end. until yes. the end, being formed, looking more like Him with each passing second. Hope has come. Hope has come. And hope is not some fleeting feeling. Anyone who's really in Christ goes, yeah, hope has come. How do I know it? You ever seen how they carve clay out of a big block of clay? They'll cut off a little chunk. You know what I mean? They cut off a chunk and then they throw it up on the wheel. That's what God did. Mm -hmm. He cut out. This chunk of clay, intending to take it from nothing to something, and he threw you on the wheel. Yeah. And that's the hope that we have in Christ. And what's amazing, too, is when you watch these artists and what's happening, they look at this clump of clay, and they already have envisioned the beauty that's in it. I look at a clump of clump of clay i see a clump of clay there's no way i i can even envision right. anything coming out of that yeah and so god looks at us and he already sees and knows what's in us and the beauty to refine us that we can't even imagine and he already sees that yeah. there's hope in that huge hope in that god's given huge hope in that hasn't he guys every single day he just yeah. throws us on the wheel <laughs> I see it. I'm going to keep working on it. You know, when we're spoiled in the potter's hands, that's our doing. Yep. It wasn't because God made a mistake. (laughs) You don't envision it. That's okay. God does. does. And and by the way, when we get all lopsided and wobbly sticked, if we just humble (laughs) ourselves under the mighty hand and the loving hands of God, he'll make us new. Walk in with Christ one step at a time. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. You know what I want to do? I want to feature an artist here right now. Got that loaded up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll put the link out afterward. But sometimes there's local artists, and you go, all right, we'll do our best to feature some of these. And we get a lot of offers, guys, so I can't say we can get everyone in here. That's for sure. But Annie Aiello has done a great job with this Christmas song. I know her brother very well. He's a good dude. And uh, he actually is works for a guy named Colin Smith, getting uh-huh. the word out across Chicagoland and the world. So close links to Moody here. Kind of a lead time do we have on this thing? 19 seconds. Let me just say a little something here. Christmas songs, if done right, can really enthrall our heart with this Jesus. No kidding. Absolutely. So don't just listen to the words. Listen with your heart to the words. Said the night went to the little lamb. Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little lamb. Do you see what I see? A star, a star. Dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite, with a tail as big as a kite. 
Hello, do you hear what I hear? I'll tell you what, homegrown artists, but that doesn't sound like a homegrown it's album. Beautiful. That thing is beautiful. You want to get an MP3 of that song? We got it for you. We do. I, I asked Annie if we could do this, and she said, let's make it happen. We got a free MP3, something you can download of that song. If you want to hear it again, we'd love to give it to you also. We got a link in there where you can check out a little bit about what God's doing with Annie and yeah. all those good details. Some of you guys like the human interest angle. Exactly. And we got it for you. <laughs> we do. Just text the word song. The word is song and the number is 312-274-9624. Text that word song to 312-274-9624. Yeah. What a great tune. I had not heard the whole song. Oh. It's great. I had heard about two thirds of it. That okay. ending is powerhouse. Very beautiful. So we'll play that again here over these next couple of days, guys. Text the word song to get that free MP3. That's how we roll around here. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Text song to 312-274-9624. Coming up after news traffic weather, we got uh, Dr. Mark Job is going to be with us and a lot of other good stuff. We might even have a giveaway going on. Hang on. 
your spiritual pit stop to keep you going in the race. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Special guest with me right now, I call him the Gospel Man. He's the 10th president of Moody Bible Institute, founding pastor of New Life Community Churches across Chicagoland, by the way, newlifechicago.org. If you're looking for a church, there might be one of these near you, newlifechicago.org, pastor and Dr. Mark Job, How you doing, young man? I'm doing great. It's the end of the year. We're uh, looking forward <laughs> to uh, celebrating the birth of Jesus the Christ in a massive way and excited to see what God will bring in in this new year. Yeah, that's great. Year-end giving, there's a lot of talk about this, but the reality is, let's just break it down. There are some practical stewardship advantages to making year-end gifts, and there's spiritual impact that can be made. Give an appeal for Moody Bible Institute, Mark. For many ministries and non-for-profits, December is the most crucial year in their budget. Moody is no different. December is a critical year because a lot of people at the end of the year decide to give a year in donation. By the way, I love that about America. This is true not only of Christians, but non-Christians alike that we tend to be a, a generous country. And so the end of year is a big time for all of us. And Carl, I, I believe that the Bible says that wherever your treasure is, your heart will be also. And so I think that our money follows our heart. There's no a lot of great, important causes out there. But you know what unites what we call Moody Bible Institute? Moody Radio has programming across the nation, in Africa, other places. Moody Publishing, 3.5 million books a year. Today in the Word, almost a million subscribers to that. Yeah. We have our school. We have our aviation. What unites all this is at Moody is the priority of the good news of Jesus. It's the gospel. Yeah. We prepare people to live on mission, but what has started this ministry 137 years ago is the gospel of Jesus Christ, started by an evangelist. So I think there's no higher cause to give to than the advancement of the gospel. Amen. Yeah. And so your treasure goes to where your heart is at. If your heart is in the gospel, if your heart is in the good news, evangelism, seeing people come to Christ, knowing the good news of Jesus, proclamation, then I, I'm hard-pressed to think of a better place to give for the priority of the gospel than Moody Bible Institute. And so I unabashedly, unashamedly appeal to you at the end of the year would you give a year in gift to Moody Bible Institute? We will squeeze all we can out of it to let people know about Jesus. If you don't believe in the gospel, if that's not a high priority, if that's not something that you say I'm committed to, then do not give to Moody because we will use your money for the purposes <laughs> of the gospel. That's so exactly just warning right. you in advance. Just warning you in advance. We know where this cheddar is going. Oh, that's great. Mark Job, I love you, brother. You're a good man. Man. And uh, thanks for soldiering shoulder to shoulder with all of us here, not being above anyone, but just uh, being a good servant leader. We love you, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Love you guys, too, Carl and crew. Thank you again for what you guys do every single morning and wake up at those I should I want crazy to say hours, godly, but maybe they're <laughs> no, godly they're godly hours, hours. <laughs> godly hours in the morning to help minister to a lot of people. Hey, have a great December. Merry Christmas and happy new year. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Listen, if you want to give this end of year gift, we'd love for you to be a part. Text give to 312-274-9624. Get a link. Let's go. Boom crew.
Let's do it. Let's have a revival of gospel and fund it in a big way. Text GIVE to 312-274-9624. Giving hope directly from the source. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. You know, when we think about hope, there's a lot of things that come to mind. What do you think about hope? I think of, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind for me is the hope I have in Christ through uh, Philippians 1.6. It says, having confidence in this, that he who began the good work in you is going to carry it on to completion. I mean, that's what hope is defined for for me when I'm sitting here, uh, when I make mistakes, when I mess up, when human sinful Jonathan shows up. I have confidence that my God has not left me and that he's still working on me even in my hardest moments. Yeah. Yeah. That's my hope. It's really cool. What do you say, Super Die? My hope is, is similar to Jonathan's that when, you know, you're in those valleys sometimes that you remember what God's done. Yep. What he has done for you, ultimately salvation, but even what he has done through your life and things like that. So there's always hope. So whatever you may be going through, there is hope. God's in it. God's in it with you. And he will He will be there for you. And he will redeem it. And he will rescue you. And he will be your rock. Uh, there, there's just hope in that. Just, I don't want to say patience, I, but, I, you know. Yeah, uh, I will say, I will say, because let's talk about this a second. I There's some people that say, why has he not? And I think that there's two reasons for that. I was talking with a girl after service yesterday who's heartbroken for a brother. And there's some people that want hope, but without surrender. Sure. Ah, there is yeah. no hope. Yeah. yeah. And God will sometimes leave us in deserts because he loves us. It's true. Yeah. And some of the greatest lessons that we can ever learn in life are in these desert experiences that will not be forever, but for a time, the dark night of the soul, God will allow us to go through. And there, there it is, for this time, for not time. forever. Coming up here in a moment, hope is more than a feeling. Is anyone glad for that? Oh, Oof, yeah, my goodness, absolutely. because feelings are <laughs> fickle. Hope is a person. New to the show? We're glad you're here. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Yeah. More than a feeling, and it is. You know, when we think about hope, and I've been wrestling with this because at 180 Chicago, we are going to be talking about the reality that hope is born. But that can feel obtuse. It can. It can feel obtuse. Yeah. Hope is born. What do you mean hope is born? Yeah, okay. Why? Hope, hope is born. And are there feelings attached to the hope that is found in Jesus Christ? The answer is absolutely. Yeah, of course there is. Of course. But only if first and foremost, we know that hope is a person. Let me back up. Listen to the prophet Jeremiah. This is such a classic passage of scripture. In Jeremiah 18, this is what Jeremiah said. Then, then the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Arise. Go down to the potter's house, and there I will 
let you hear my words. So I went down to the potter's house. If I'm hearing from God, I'm going to go find a potter too, man. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Exactly. So I went down to the potter's house, and there he was working at his wheel. Isn't this amazing? Nothing's changed thousands of years. Pottery is still spun on a wheel. Just grab a chunk out of a big old hunk and slap it on the wheel. Some things were done just as well back then as they are now. It's the same thing. And the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hands. I remember in fifth grade having a potter's wheel in our class. It was the coolest thing. I just was so pumped to get on that wheel. It's awesome. I couldn't believe it when it came my turn. And I think we had we had a good amount of time. I think I had a half an hour, 45 minutes. Oh, good. And we and I'll tell you something. I had more than one of those things spoil in my hands. <laughs> And it's well. when it spoils in your hands, it's when it just goes, flump. falls apart, mm-hmm. falls over. This is what it says here. And the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hands, and he reworked it into another vessel. And it seemed good to the potter to do. He goes on to say, then the word of the Lord came to me, O house of Israel, can I not do with you? As this potter has done, declares the Lord. A time would come when Jesus would be born. And the coming of Christ is more than hope. It's just a feeling. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. Even that is the gift of God. Not as a result of works so that no one can boast. For we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You know why I'm hopeful this season? Because when we were born again into Jesus Christ, hope was more than a feeling. He slapped us on the wheel. He put us in his hands. And he said, now I can work with you. And I'm going to turn you into a piece of workmanship that is for my glory and your joy. All I ask you to do is stay pliable in my hands. Don't jump off the wheel. Stay right here. You know, if you think about it, Boom Crew, we've all been shaped by someone. I've been shaped by my dad. I've been shaped by my granddad. And as imperfect as parents can be, it's a great metaphor for a loving father who sent his son into the world that we might be on the potter's wheel, shaped for his glory and our joy. What an amazing gift. Today, hope has come. Hope is born. It's more than a feeling. He's a person. And if you've surrendered your life to Jesus, you are in his hands. Let that hope sweep over you today. Going from believers of Jesus to followers of Jesus, you're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. You know, how awesome is it that God has us in his hands? It's the best. 
more than awesome. Yeah. I mean, Clinging to it, that's for sure. We're jars of clay. I mean, even Romans 9, the Apostle Paul says that he chose some for noble, some ignoble. But who are we to say when we're jars of clay in the hands of God? Yeah. Who are we to say? But what an amazing thing that God has called you today. And the hope that we have in Jesus is more than a feeling. He is a person. And that, my friends, is powerful. It was a holy night. Very. It was a holy, quiet night. Shepherds minding their own business. They got the tough duty. They're out there with the sheep. They're the blue collar of the blue collar. (laughs) They got the midnight shift. Yeah, no kidding. Their circadian rhythms are all messed up. Oh, yeah. What happens at night? Ah, they fend off some wolves and coyotes and things like that. Yeah, for sure. But they had that pretty well figured out. They could probably catch a wink every now and then. But then, that normal night became incredibly holy. Your shot of hope to make it through the day. It's Carl and Crew Mornings. Oh, God loved us so much that he sent his son. And we have hope and hope indeed. You know, Merry Christmas to you. And I don't know what hope in Christ means to you, but let me just capture your heart for a moment with this thought. Hope in Christ is more than a feeling. Hope is a person. Have you ever noticed how we are shaped by those that are closest to us? Oh, we're shaped. And that's exactly what we find in the prophet Jeremiah and repeated over and over again in Scripture. But the hope that we have in Christ is not some far-off thing that maybe will happen and we hope in this and we hope in that, the hope that we have in Christ is that he's at work now in our life, right now. How good is that? Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew. As we help you take your next step with Jesus, you're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.